Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. In God's kingdom, victories are reserved for those who endure. Because faith is proven in the persevering. Scripture tells us that those who endure to the end, it is they that shall be saved. That it's not a race for the swift, but rather it is one of endurance. Keep believing, keep praying, keep fighting, don't give up. In the greatest battles of my life, when all physical hope seemed lost, one thing continued to ring in my heart. The voice of the Lord reassuring me that if you don't quit, you will win. Because our God is the God of the impossible. Therefore, nothing is impossible for those who believe in him. So remind yourself today of his omnipotence and of his great unfailing faithfulness. Yes, it might be hard in this moment, but nothing is too hard for him. Because my God is the God of resurrection. He specializes in bringing dead things to life. There is no person too far gone, no situation too bad off, no thing that has died or dried or passed away that he cannot resurrect by the power of his grace. Where his spirit is, there is life, resurrection, and new beginnings. He raised us up from nothingness, and he can do it again in whatever situation you are facing. So my friend, don't give up. Instead, rather get up and pray. Cry out in faith. Speak to him of his unfailing faithfulness and matchless grace. Tell him that you know that he can do this and shake the heavens with your petitions to prove it. Because know this, my friend, that first your faith must be resurrected and then everything else will follow after it. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 27 says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Whatever it is that you've been praying for, believing or battling, it's not bigger than your king. Jesus said this in Mark chapter 9 verse 23. If thou canst believe, then all things are possible to him that believes. Matthew 21, verse 22. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive it. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Matthew 24, verse 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same is the one who shall be saved. My friend, ask and believe and do not waver in your faith. You have to maintain, you have to keep believing no matter how hard or impossible it might seem to get. If he spoke it, he will do it. He will finish it. But the Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Think not that the Lord will do anything for this person. The word translated to mind in the original Greek meant spirit, a person who is listening to the leading of more than one spirit. He won't get what he's believing for because in one moment he's believing the Lord, but in the next he's believing the voice of another spirit. He's not moving in faith. And it actually says that God will not honor his prayers. My 
friend, do you believe that he is the God of resurrection, that even death in the grave itself was subject unto him? It's not too hard for him to bring it to pass. But you've got to stop trying to do it in your flesh. The power of the kingdom of heaven is found in the prayer closet. Yes, there are times when God will call you to do something. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's sacrificial. When he speaks, obey my friend. But in the meantime, while you wait, just pray. And pray in faith. And better yet, the Bible says that where two or three are gathered in agreement, praying in his name, then he is in the midst of them. So it's not only important and necessary that you keep praying, but it is beneficial that you also call others and bring them in to a place of prayer and intercession in agreement for the things that you are petitioning heaven for, and you will see them accomplished. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 7, we read the words of Paul when he said, Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and am an apostle. I speak the truth in Christ and I do not lie. A teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will therefore that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubtings. We're told in scripture that the men of the early church turned the world upside down and all they had was their mouth. They prayed and they preached and they sent petitions to heaven and they called men to gather in prayer and intercession. There is great power in the unified prayer of the saints, my friend. No great move of God ever came without it. You see, all the ingredients of the power of Paul's ministry are summed up in these two simple passages. One, that he spoke the truth of God's word by preaching the message, testimony, and teachings of Jesus. And two, that he called for unified prayer without fightings among the brethren or doubt in their heart that God would achieve it. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 says, Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same things, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgments. We were never meant to follow after men or denominations. We were meant to follow after Jesus, to believe his teachings, not try to explain them away, but simply to repeat them in all faith. He said to all of us, in the great commission to go out into all the world preaching and teaching the things that he had taught us all of it every part of it baptizing men in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit and if we did this then he would be with us even into the ends of the world but early on we see something happening and paul tried to address it men began to break apart and divide they began to build their own kingdom some were following after this preacher some were following after this teacher some were following after this doctrine there was beginning to be a division or a schism in the body and paul warned them he said did any of these other men that you claim to follow die for you like christ did no come back to the simple gospel of jesus and put your faith in him Take your eyes off of men, vainglory, and adoration, and do the work of the kingdom. Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Intercede for the body of Christ. 
heal the heart of a church and you will plug them into the power source of the Holy Ghost. Pray for unity and you will pray for revival. Pray for purity and you will pray for the survival of the ones who will follow after you. You are the example that they will look to. Make sure that what you show them is humility, holiness, and unity among the brethren to the best of your ability, a solid and selfless family. Something that is different from the world that they've been living in. To stand apart from sin, my friend, is to be in union with God. Yes, yet it must always be done in love and humility, rightly reflecting his character and his spirit while doing it. Men, be humble before the women and children. Women, be respectful before the men and children. Children, be reverent before the elders. Elders, be patient and holy before the children. Function as a unit, each supporting and fighting for the other while being led by the head, which is no other than Christ Jesus himself, even as your physical body does for all of its own members. And you will move in the fullness of God's power made available to us who believe and trust him and are willing to walk humbly to demonstrate his teachings. My friend, you gain these things in prayer. You maintain these things in prayer. You fight for others to obtain these things in prayer. All of the power of the kingdom comes to us through prayer. So no wonder the devil fights it so much and seeks to bring distraction and division among us. Know the tactic and don't let it happen. Stand firm in your position and say, not on our watch, Satan. We will keep praying. We won't give up. We trust too much in the power and promise and faithfulness of our Jesus and his words to us. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 says this, pray without ceasing and in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So Lord, we pray for fresh fire today. We pray for fresh revelation, Lord. We pray for strength and endurance to keep pressing on to the mark of the high calling, to finish the race that you have placed us in, to stand firm in our position, to not quit and know that if we don't quit running, we will win it because it's not a race against each other. It's a race of endurance and we've got to help each other make it to the finish. Let us not leave one behind, Lord. Let us not be divided, but let us continue to pray and to fight in the spirit, knowing that there is nothing that our God cannot accomplish and that when we pray he hears it there are things that God can do that we cannot there are things that God can do that society cannot there are things that our God can do that no power military might or politician or government in this world can do if we truly believe that he is God and that nothing is too hard for him, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, then we will put aside our strivings and our fightings and our trying to obtain in our own strength and understanding, and we will cry out to the one who can really fix it. Lord, we commit to lift up that cry to you today to stop and to pray, to come boldly before your throne of grace of which Jesus paid the price of his blood and his life to give us access. Lord, we will not take it for granted or wasted, especially in this season when it is so desperately needed. My friend, will you get back into position and stand in the breach 
position of prayer, a position of humility, a position of faith, and a position of intercession. Will you make your petition known unto heaven? Will you pray in unity with the body of Christ? Lord, send your spirit an outpouring of truth and revelation and salvation and deliverance. Will you bring revival to the nations one last time? Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says, Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. In other words, don't give up. If you don't quit, you will win. The truth is this, that we all have those moments of absolute physical and spiritual exhaustion. Those times when we feel so beat up and worn down from the battles that we just want to lay down and give up. Just for a moment, we tell ourselves, I'm not quitting, just taking a break, we say. But that break can break us. Because in it we begin to lose our focus, our drive, our resolve, and eventually our faith. It's in these moments that we have to remind ourselves that the devil is a liar and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. No matter how difficult or impossible the situation, we should also be quick to remind ourselves that unlike God, the devil is not all-powerful. He is not omnipotent. He is not omnipresent. He is very limited and has limited resources and he does not like to waste them for no reason. If he is fighting you intently, my friend, then he is using his limited resources to get you to turn back or give up. And that is all the more reason to keep going because it is obvious that he is trying to stop something glorious and dangerous to him and his purposes. So be encouraged and confirmed in your course The level of attack is always a direct measure of the potential of the victory that he is trying to stop. When God has a victory, blessing, destination, purpose, or plan for us, nothing can take it away from us, but we can give it away. The devil cannot cause you to lose the race, but he can convince us to forfeit it. You see, the truth is this, that the devil really has no power over you in and of himself. The only power that he actually has is to convince you to lay yours down. So don't let him. Instead of being wearied by the attacks, be encouraged that the devil is in a panic trying to stop something amazing that is coming. Stay the course, my friend. If you don't quit, you will win. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.